What's up everybody and welcome to the Wardcast. Every Monday we bring you the latest in video game news, chat about survival horror, machinima, and what's going on at the Ward Productions. I'm one of your hosts, Sean Clark. With me today is Jazz Rich. And a newbie, Maple. Thank you. Yeah, what's up? You can find the Wardcast at youtube.com slash the Ward Productions and on Google Play. So Jazz, how was your week? Ah! Ah! Uh. It was good. You're always caught off guard by this. It's always at the beginning, every time, every week. <laughs> I just like famous people saying my name. I hope somebody does one t- one day. Wow. <laughs> my week wow. was the same as last week, except shorter and different days and more snow. Yeah, it's been snowing here too. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't like it. Take all hell the snow. No, I take it. take it away. Take it. Okay. Take it back to Canada where it belongs. It belongs in Colorado, and you know it. You like a shower of snow. What's wrong with that? Yeah, It's because you don't drive. <laughs> what are you talking about? Do you? I don't even know. How do you not know? Because <laughs> I'm too busy driving. Wow. Because <laughs> <laughs> driving is so complicated that it's like all you know when you're doing it. Hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How astute. <laughs> So that's that's your week, snow and uh, pretty much what you were doing last week. The end. Uh, I can't remember what cool I was sto- doing last week. Cool but story, I'll just bro. Say yes. Yeah, I'll just say yes. <laughs> okay. okay. How about you, Maple? How was your week? Also, uh, we you want to give us a brief rundown of who you <laughs> also, are who and, are and you? <laughs> potentially what you do. You said you do some voice acting and stuff, so just kind of tell the the listeners a little oh, bit about you. Well, all I can say is, is I'm just an amateur guy, you know? Just, I take whatever I can get. If someone needs me to do some sort of voice acting, I'll do it. I'll try and play my part. Uh, I work in the hotel industry. I used to work with jazz as well. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, here I You have a very good voice acting voice. So He's I, I could see Mr. that. Mr. President! <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That means nothing to no one because he hasn't even done that role yet. <laughs> it's not a role. He's the president. God. Of the United States of Canada? No. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> My brain. I saw it on the internet. It, it's got to be true. Yeah. Fake news. <laughs> yeah. The onion. The, what? No. So for me, <laughs> not, a, not an overly exciting week on my end. I had a couple packages that got delivered to my old address, and uh, turns out the packages are not there, and the post office doesn't seem to know anything about anything, so trying to figure out where my stuff is. Hopefully one day I'll find out. (laughs) Uh, Other than that, the search for a new place rages on. That's about my week. What did you order, if I may ask? I got a, well, I have a package that's coming from a friend of mine that's (laughs) just got all kinds of shit in it. And I've got a packet, two packages from Limited Run Games, and I'm not even sure which ones they are. I think one of them is Thumper, which is a PSVR game, and one of them I think is uh, Saturday Morning RPG Collector's Edition on the Switch. Oh, okay. So it'll take you. You've been collecting uh, very obscure video. I try to. I have a pretty massive video game collection, so trying to add to that plus everybody who knows me knows that i'm all about physical i don't like buying digital so 
anything that I can get in physical form, I try to do that. So a lot of the, the games that Limited Run Games does are digital only, and they just make limited runs of physical versions of those. And sometimes I'll do collector's editions and, and things like that. It's pretty cool. If you haven't nice. checked them out, definitely check them out. LimitedRunGames.com. They're not sponsoring this, but, you know, whatever. It's almost sounds like you're so <laughs> This is definitely a segment for sponsorship, right? It's like I'm paying them to be sponsored here. It's not how it's supposed to work. <laughs> is, the, is the box from Alec? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you're going to get a shitload of that marmalade crap. <laughs> Oh, he better not have sent me any of that <laughs> you know shit. He will. So gross. We have that. We have that here. So I'm just gonna send it to you instead. No, please don't. It's so I'm bad. Sure so bad. I forgot what it's called. It's probably the reason why it's gone. Someone just smelled the marmalade like anything. Yeah, they threw out the box. <laughs> That's all they did. <laughs> we don't want this shit. Just send it to America. It's gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. But no, he's sending me some... I know he sent me some uh, Resident Evil stuff and some drinks and food and stuff from he's England. He's probably going to send you a Barbie. He has, Alex. he has done that before. Oh. <laughs> so he there's always a, sends you there's a good chance like, that there's a Barbie, Barbie. in there. <laughs> he sent me well, a, Barbie a Barbie puzzle girl, so. and he sent me an actual Barbie. Oh my. He should have dressed it like I'm, I'm building up a Barbie collection. <laughs> Unwi- <Hey>. Unwillingly. <laughs> It's you just need to have happening. like twenty Barbies and then like a Leon style like figure, <laughs> and he should be like really pissed off looking. I want a Barbie <laughs> with like a Leon outfit. That would be yeah, amazing. Leon Barbie because he's a Barbie girl, but like with the long blonde hair. <laughs> <laughs> I want it. Somebody make it and send it to me. It'll be great. Okay. I need to see this happen. <laughs> that sounds like a trip to Walmart. Let's get on it. All right. Arts and craft at Walmart. No, just buy a Barbie. But then you have to modify it. Don't worry about it. Whoa, whoa, Don't relax, relax. Just enjoy your marmalade and shut the fuck up. I refuse. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get into what we've been playing. Let's start with you, Jazz. What have you uh, been playing? Games. <laughs> no. You Thank don't you, say. <laughs> so let's see if I can remember the games I've played this time. Oh, I've been playing I... a lot. Uh, I don't remember what, though. <laughs> Pong? Nobody told me there'd be a test. Yeah, shit, I didn't take notes. No, I actually got Ark Survival Evolved on my PS4, and I've been playing that a lot <laughs> with Diz, and it's so ridiculous. Have you been um, pooping? Yes. I've been, like, standing outside her house just pooping and eating my poop and then pooping more. What? Because <laughs> she's in her house just doing something, and all she hears is, like, <laughs> like, every two seconds. Oh, gross. It makes a sound. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So detailed. I know. It's great. <laughs> um, And I've been playing... Uh, What else have I been? I haven't touched Dino Crisis since last week. Shame. It's a Shame crisis. one. <laughs> I will, though. Um... You I've been playing a lot of Revelations, and then my game crashed <laughs> right when I was getting to the part. I swear to God, every to time to... that you say that you've been playing Revelations, you also bring up the fact that it's crashed. Oh, okay. Do you want me to tell you? I was going to wait until later, but I have, like, the secret. <laughs> you know all the times that I send you pictures of my computer screen with, like, the editing program up? Uh-huh. It's the same picture. <laughs> wow. I have it on <laughs> 
I just leave it open while I'm playing on my PS4. Like that if you're like, how's episode three? And I send you a picture and you're like, yeah, you're actually working on it. Jazz. No. Yes. How could <laughs> the you worst deceive part me? Is, the worst part is the other day when I was supposed to work on it, I literally like deleted a scene. Like so, so not so only dressed? so not only have you not been working on it, you've actually been you've been losing progress. I've been taking some stuff, but uh, it's because I'm I'm going with a whole different like uh, direction for the episode, so it might actually help me progress faster. So today I made some anti-progress, so that was good. Anti-progress, which I'm hoping turns into real progress. I feel like there's another game I've been playing, something with monsters. Do you hunt them? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, actually. I think it's like hunting monsters. That sounds boring. Universe. Universe? <laughs> it's bigger than the world. Hunting monster oh, universe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two. <laughs> yeah, They're I haven't been playing much. Made by Campcom. Yeah, Campcom. Great. It's a camp. <laughs> <laughs> How about That's you? It. How about you, Maple? What have you been playing? I have been having this what's it called feeling of finding all these old retro games now like this almost collection that's been festering me so I've been I bought myself an old PS2 I brought my old PS1 back and now I've been going through all like the list of obscure games I can find that we never really got a chance to play here in Canada or we just never bothered with since it's been overshadowed by larger games like you know Resident Evil um yeah, Halo, Final Fantasy, and some other developers never got the chance to see, you know, the light of day. So I figured, you know what? Maybe I should start with finding Resident Evil clones. Oh, and yes. Oh, no. There's a lot of them. <laughs> There's a lot of them, and I'm quite surprised. And they're, they're, Some of them are actually really, really good. I'm not going to say that. Uh, for one, there's a game called Countdown Vampires. I'm not sure if you guys have ever heard of that. Yes, game. I have that game. I have not played it, though. That's the one game I'm about to try and play. Um, another one that I played a long time ago was Galarian. It's almost a very Resident Evil kind of game, but instead of zombies, you have um, an asylum where you have the ability to use psychic powers and whatnot. So think of Eiffel Laid with Resi mixed in all together. What's the, what's the name of the game? Galarian. Galarian? Yes. Galarian. <laughs> song? <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it Galarians, like plural? Yes, you're correct. It and then, yeah, there, I've actually played a little bit of the first one, and I know that there's a second one on the PS2. Indeed. So, more or less going through all that list of uh, obscure games, and just see how it holds up today. That's awesome. Are you just, like, playing those on your own? Are you going to stream those or record them? I'm just playing on my own. I don't really have any intentions of uh, streaming it, and if I did, I think it'd be pretty complicated and quite a mess trying to sit that all That's fair. You, um, along those lines, you should try <laughs> Martian Gothic. <laughs> I know, I just picked I that up, that, like, yes. uh, like, a couple months ago, I just found that uh, in, a, in I the store. I had it, and it was, I found it garbage, and I ended up sending it to somebody, and I kind of regret it, because I would have given it another shot. <laughs> it was yes. so, I didn't like it, but it was so stupid. Another one that's kind of like that was, uh, fuck, what the hell is that called? Um, the main character looks kind of like Steven Seagal, and you're like... You're on a like a train, and it's it's it plays like Resident Evil, but it's like an action game, and you fight like soldiers and stuff. Like none of it's actually horror, but it plays like Resident Evil, so it's like the weirdest shit. I think it has like nuclear in the name, or fuck, why it's am I? Nu- it's not nu- apocalypse. Nuclear Dawn, or 
I'll have to look it up. Nuclear. It, it rings a bell. I'm trying to remember what it is. I think I know what the title. Is yeah, it PS One? Yeah, it's PS One. Yeah, PS One. It's one of those Resident Evil clones Nuclear on PS One. Nuclear Strike. Mm, maybe. I think it was uh, Chase the Express. No, it's definitely not that. I would recognize the name if I heard it. Or maybe Covert Ops Nuclear Dawn. Yes. Whoa. I think I think that might be it. <laughs> He's like, or maybe super obscure name happens to be it. I'll have to look it up. Well, yeah, there, there's a bunch of those games. Uh, there's another one. It was like uh, TRAG. It's like it stands for something like Tactical Rescue <clears throat> something or other. But uh, that's another one of those. Like it plays like Resident Evil, but it's just like it's an action, quote unquote, action game. I don't know how action yes. it can be when it plays like Resident Evil. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. That's cool. That's cool that you're going back and, and finding some of those those games that kind of got lost in in the massive library of the PlayStation One and PlayStation Two. I need to do that. Yeah, I mean, also the fact that I mean we were much younger at the time, so I didn't really have much of an understanding about certain games. So mm-hmm. here I am, being you know much more mature and an adult, adulting. <laughs> adulting. I feel like I can. Even, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can actually I play this properly. Yeah, another one. I don't know if you've heard about this one but overblood like the main character pretty much looks like barry burton from resident evil <laughs> yeah it's great Blood. good times <laughs> you know what i looked up that game that you were talking about and people also search for and it's like martian gothic countdown vampires overblood colony wars woody woodpecker racing <laughs> what <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> one of these the isn't fuck? like the other <laughs> One of these things is stupid. <laughs> so yeah, that explains my uh, trip back down to memory lane. Yeah, that, that's awesome. It's, it's making me want to do the same thing. Wish I had Man. more time to play games. I want to do that. Oh, if only we had more time. I know. I mean, we do. Do we? I do. No, <laughs> <laughs> I will. Yeah, you will. You don't now, but you will. But, but I will that's going to be short-lived too. <laughs> I doubt it. Gotta pay that rent. That money, though. Beth exactly. works for the government. <laughs> I don't have to pay shit. <laughs> wow. I hope she's I not I work listening. for the government. I don't have to pay bills or taxes or anything. No, I mean, she works for the government, so I don't have to pay shit. Wow, Jess. I'm just kidding. I'll find something. Hmm. I'm going to Costco. Yeah, Costco. Perfect. And you gotta make that money so you can buy video games. Video games? Gotta get them video games. I got $24.28 in my PSN account, and that's going to get me games for the next month. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> I'm here to spend it all on one wait, game wait. soon. She can, she can. I mean, Black Friday and uh, Summer Monday, so she can. Oh, shit. Uh, sorry, you, you didn't hear the podcast last week. It's now Schwartz Friday. <laughs> Schwartz oh, yeah. Friday, well. Get it right. We got to be politically oh, I'm sorry. correct. <laughs> we don't want to be racist here. <laughs> I was not aware of this. Uh, sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay, you're new. We're taking uh, those labels and, and replacing them with different labels. <laughs> That's cool. It's all in I'll the memorize. instruction book for uh, Super Pike Rust Turtle Fuck. It's all in there. <laughs> well, now. <laughs> Alright, so I guess it's my turn. So, for me, I... Yes. I can't, uh, wow! Fuck you! <laughs> Rude! <laughs> you said uh, it! I got back into Friday the 13th a little bit, trying to knock out some of those trophies... Oh, uh, I saw that. Yeah. I was going to join you, but, it, <laughs> but like he's probably But I decided sleeping. not to. <laughs> I'm like, he's probably sleeping in the water somewhere. 
But uh, yeah, I'm finding myself mildly entertained by people's reactions to me wildly jumping through closed windows and hurting myself for apparently no reason. <laughs> Little do they know I'm grinding for a trophy. But it's okay. I was like, are you are you jazz? <laughs> that explains on? everything. <laughs> I learned it from you. But hey, now, did like, you know if you jump out the second floor window, you'll get a trophy? You you shut up. <laughs> it's funny too because I went back to look for that trophy and and I couldn't find it. So I don't know what the hell I was thinking about. <laughs> I don't know what you were. I would have done it anyway. Maybe <laughs> like subconsciously, I just wanted you to jump out that window. <laughs> yeah, but I would have done it anyway. Well, it worked out then. It worked. I mean, I, I won, you like, won, everybody won. It's great. I could have yeah. done like Andrew. I could have like told you to bet me money that I would do it. See, it worked yeah. out. Don't complain. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> but people on that game are shitheads anyway, so it's it's kind of fun to, to see them get all pissy when I act like a suicidal noob. <laughs> <laughs> is is noob fun. still even relevant anymore? It is. It is okay, still relevant. Good. I was going to say, if, if not, we got to bring it back. It, it's time. I just found out about squeakers. Oh wait, wait. What? The hell is that? Squeakers are little kids who like talk super high pitched oh. and spend the entire game yeah. like that kid in in when we were playing World War Two and he was like, "Hey, Ashton, yeah. can you stop killing me? I'm not gonna play." There's a lot of those playing Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. It's really annoying playing games. You can that add they me as a friend now. <laughs> yeah, it's that okay was great. It's okay if you want to add me. <laughs> The joys of playing, you know, you know, both plusing. The the wonders of of playing video games on the internet. The internet's a beautiful thing. We we used to, uh, me and my friend Jill, we used to get called like thirteen year old boys on Halo. <laughs> <laughs> because it girls don't really... play games online. They're like, it's little boys. God, stop shit. talking on your microphone. Your balls haven't even dropped. I'm like, no, they probably never will. <laughs> And they were like, and they start laughing. And you're like, all right. All right. <laughs> all right. Um, other than that, more Street Fighter, of course. Yeah. Been, been losing pretty frequently on that and de-ranking, so that's been a blast. Doing that to yourself. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to finish. Like, all I, I need two more trophies. Two I need more. to grind money, which takes forever. And I need to become gold rank, which is fucking impossible. <clears throat> because you, you figure, fun. like, people have been playing that game for... I don't even know when it came out, a year or two. So, like, the people that have been playing that from day one are pretty much the people that are still playing it now. So everybody playing online is, like, either super good or really cheap. So it's really hard to fucking rank up in that. And, like, when you lose, you typically lose more experience than you gain. So it's, like, even though you win a couple matches, like, you start losing a couple matches and you fucking lose all that experience that you gained plus some. So it's, like... It's hard to get any fucking foothold. It's a pain in the ass. I hate it. It's pissing yeah. me off. I'm going to break fucking 40 controllers by the time oh I'm done with that game. Sounds like a very lose-lose kind of game. It is. It's awful. But I just, I want my fucking trophies. <laughs> and then I can just You're move on trophy. with my life. I'm, a, I'm obsessive is it about worth my, it? my trophies. And it, no, it's not. It's not worth it at all, but I can't help but need it. <laughs> That's why they, they did this on purpose. They did it to take advantage of people like me that need the complete experience. Trophies and fucking DLC. Ruining my life. You should call it your loss, man. Just just do it. Just cut your loss. You know, sometimes I, I, I decide to do that, and then I always go back. I can't help it. It oh eats away at my core. <laughs> He's in an abusive relationship. I was just thinking about that. 
with Street Fighter. With Capcom. <laughs> yeah. That to you. You should leave this relationship. <laughs> I try, but then it tells me that it loves me and I come back. <laughs> oh my gosh. It only does it because it cares. <laughs> yeah. It only ruins my life because it loves me. No, you don't. It's like different when you're when it's just us. <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand. You're Get not out. there for the good times. It was there for the good times, then I stopped. Because <laughs> it was being bad to me. I don't know. One of these days, maybe I'll learn. Probably not. <laughs> one day. One day. I have faith. Maybe when Street Fighter Six comes out and all the people migrate to that, maybe I'll have a chance. We'll see. So I guess like you just have to wait. Five years. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So so that's fun. <laughs> that's a good time. <laughs> Other than that, uh, I've been playing. I, I started playing a little bit more. Sometimes, always monsters. <laughs> so, I almost bought that. Yeah, it's it's on sale for like two dollars, and it's it's by uh, Devolver Games. They make good shit, so I figured I'd give it a shot. So, in that game, I got locked out of my apartment. The landlord kicked me out, <laughs> <laughs> and just like in real life, but uh, <laughs> landlord kicked me out and said that I have to pay five hundred dollars for rent. So uh, I took on a, a few small jobs. By the by the end of the night, I had about two hundred dollars, so not even half. Nice. And uh, in my quest for money. I ended up wandering into a game developer's office where I found a note, a note in the trash that just happened to have a password for their safe. Oh, so of my course, God. you know, seeing, seeing that I needed the money desperately, I opened up the safe, found $50 in there, and I took that shit. And then the it game immediately shut down because... <laughs> it uh, was Telltale. <laughs> yeah, the game, the game shut itself down because apparently that, that little game developer studio was Devolver. And they were trying to be oh. meta. Oh so, my god. So <laughs> since, it, awesome. since it was the company that makes sometimes always monsters, the game no longer exists. So it, it kicked me out and I had to start over. <laughs> Is that like every like everything you do ends up doing that just so that they didn't have to make a full game, but they can charge you for a full game? <laughs> no, but there's supposed to be like tons <laughs> of different ending, endings and stuff like that, so... Apparently I found one of them the hard way. Man, and, uh, I think they, I'll get that later. It's it's pretty cool. And like it has like an autosave feature. But uh when I went to, to load I accidentally hit new game and it overwrote <laughs> my save file. Oh so no. So I lost all my progress. So uh I think I'm gonna take a break from that. <laughs> Just like real life. <laughs> but uh yeah, w- when I get back to it, it it's a pretty cool game. I, I like it so far, and it's got like the the retro style graphics and stuff. So you it's can cool. uh, be there. Yeah, you should check it out. You should make machinima with it. <laughs> I was actually thinking about like it's not voice, like it doesn't have voiceover. It's all text, so it could be fun to oh. like do like a redub and make it all fucking stupid and silly. But I have too many projects going on, so probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I need to finish projects before I add more. Yeah, I need you, to stop. You do. Hey, you cannot you, even talk. You you, you shut you your do. mouth. <laughs> you do. You know what? You know what? Shut up. <laughs> but that game, you could totally like, you could totally call it the days of our lives. <laughs> what? That we go by still in developers' month? What? You, you cut out. Wow. It's wow. the days of our lives. No, no, no. I'm I'm working but on it. The, leave, leave me alone. Shut up. No, but I mean that that, that <laughs> game you just described. It's it's the days of your lives. It's there. Eh. No. So no. you're telling me that the game is 
more or less mirroring Sean's life? Kinda. There, there's some parallels there. It's uh, it's a little too real. <laughs> so well, if I now. get the game, like the first thing that's gonna happen is I'm gonna lose my job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have a friend in there, and they're gonna lose their job, <laughs> and then they're gonna, gonna, gonna like move in with somebody. Yeah, it's okay because <laughs> she works for the government. <laughs> game over. I win. Game over. You win. Isn't that a contradiction? <laughs> no, that's my life. <laughs> Great. Well, now. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, let's uh, let's get into some news. <laughs> news. <laughs> so, PlayStation will not be attending E3 in 2019. Sony. That's uh, what? Ah, uh, that's very interesting. So, well, yeah, so Sony PlayStation. PlayStation is the presence that's going to be at E3 that's no longer going to be there. How does everyone feel about that? Uh, it's kind of it's uh, it's interesting. So, <clears throat> in a statement to Polygon, PlayStation stated, "Quote: As the industry evolves, Sony Interactive Entertainment continues to look for inventive opportunities to engage the community. PlayStation fans mean the world to us, and we always want to innovate, think differently, and experiment with new ways to delight gamers. As a result," We have decided not to participate in E3 in 2019. We are exploring new and familiar ways to engage our community in 2019 and can't wait to share our plans with you. So, I mean, that kind of sounds like a cop-out. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, we, we love our community and we can't wait to share more with you, but uh, we're pulling out from E3 and, and we're going to hold some of our information that we would, no- we would normally share with you. It's like, how is that good for the community and, and your consumer? <laughs> That sounds kind of counterproductive to me. I I see it from the company's perspective as if you're, logistically speaking, it costs a lot of money having to go to E3, setting up all those booths, uh, managing, and all that fun jazz. Then when you look at Nintendo, they did that, what, 2011? Mm-hmm. Nintendo Direct. They're just doing their podcast videos and whatnot, and they can do it anytime they want, literally. They, they don't have to be set to any kind of schedule. And I'm pretty sure it doesn't cost them a single dime. Well, I mean, it's still going to cost them money to do that. But, of course, they're going to be skipping on the overhead fee, you know, for being in in the convention center. And it does kind of make sense financially, but it it just seems weird. Because, like, so the upcoming E3 in 2019 is going to be the 25th anniversary, which Sony has attended all 24 previous events. Since E3 started, Sony's been a part of it. And they've taken up like the largest real estate in the entire building so like that's it's really going to impact the entire gaming community you know because playstation draws people into the event where they're going to see smaller publishers and and like those smaller companies are probably going to lose a little bit of exposure because it's actually going to take e3 down a notch whether that's That's... intentional or not i mean it's it's definitely going to be felt Oh, that's uh, that's guaranteed. That's gonna be a missing presence. That's pretty huge, and I do agree that they should probably have done that after this year. If they had done it, it would make more sense. Sure, you did your 25 years. It's cool. Call it for what it is. Yeah, for sure. It's it seems like a weird time, and then too earlier this year, Sony also announced that they're not going to be holding their yearly PlayStation Experience event. So that's two of like press events that they typically do yearly, and they're not doing either one of them. Yeah. So that's 
kind of concerning as well. So like they're getting to the point where they're kind of cocky. Like it, it, to me, it seems like this is kind of a, a sign that they're getting cocky because they're they're basically wrapping up their victory over Microsoft going into the next generation of consoles. So like mm-hmm. to me, it kind of seems like this is a power play. They're at the top of their game. They're you know they're dominating over everybody. And it seems like they feel like they don't need E3. They they don't really have competition, so that they can they can just deliver information on their terms. They don't really have anything to worry about. And that's kind true, of a fucked up perspective. Whether it, it whether it's true or not, I mean, I I mean, it's it's matter of fact. Like they are dominating, but it goes without saying. You know, you should you should be humble, right? You should appreciate the fan base and the community and the developers and the people that host E3 that have gotten you to where you are today. Like, just because you're there doesn't mean you should cut ties with everybody and then just be like, oh, well, we can do whatever the hell we want to do now because we're number one. Like, that makes you look like a bunch of assholes. (laughs) (laughs) I think there's one thing that kind of made me think about. Um, Have you guys ever realized when going to E3, maybe the difference between a decade ago, I seem to know everything beforehand even E3, like there's so much leaks going in and out from uh, the press conference or online news and whatnot that I I don't really I'm not as, as excited as I used to be about E3 because well I'll know everything beforehand. So in a sense, if Sony does pull out, I'm looking at it as a way. Okay, now they're going to be holding it, all of their information and guns to themselves. There won't be any leaks, or hopefully it won't be as much leaks. And I actually may be excited about something to the near future. That's just me, though. To me, I feel like it's going to have the opposite effect because the leaks weren't coming from anybody involved with E3. Typically, it was insider sources that'll leak that information. So as they lose opportunities to make announcements, that might drive people that will typically leak information to do it more frequently because there's going to be less events for them to even announce anything. And it's going to give people that, that do share leaks with the internet it's going to give them even more attention because people are going to be more hungry for for information as sources shrink but i don't know we'll see it it's tough like like you said with information leaking like that it's events like e3 are are getting like the the emphasis on them for being like revealing games and getting new information and things like that like it's losing its Impact. It loses its magic. Yeah, yeah it's, impact. It's magic, it's impact. It's also kind of divided now because now that they're letting the public in, like that takes that much more away from it from the developer side. You know, they don't, like the press doesn't get to see as much as they would typically. They don't get to spend as much time with games. It limits yeah. what the developers and publishers can do because they're accommodating a much larger crowd and trying to give them demos and and events to the public as well as as the media and the actual companies i i understand e3 shrinking as a whole but for for playstation to do this i think that's really kind of shitty <laughs> i agree it was uh unforeseen i was kind of hoping that wouldn't have happened and i find it kind of funny how microsoft took jabs at sony on twitter oh did they i didn't see that yeah they did he's like oh yeah we're, we're still gonna be at e3 guys <laughs> come see us they should do like that. Wish you were here. Kind <laughs> of deal. They might. I mean, the this is a, a massive opportunity for Microsoft. If they can dominate E3, like that's going to mean a lot of things on different levels. I mean, that could make or break E3 as an event, because 
Yeah. If Sony pulls out and Microsoft is so-so, that's really going to hurt E3 when it comes to next year. Like, they might scale down or they might even cancel it. Because if you think about it, going into the next E3, it's just Xbox. There's, like, you, you had the big three. You had Nintendo, you had PlayStation, and you had Microsoft. Now all you have is Microsoft <laughs> as far as, like, headlining the event. Like, you've got your yeah. publishers and your smaller companies. But going into the next E3, it's going to be Microsoft. Bethesda's probably going to be one of the top ones, and uh, Ubisoft. Ubisoft and Bethesda aren't going to drive people to go spend hundreds of dollars to go to E3. <laughs> you know? They're just not, they don't have that much clout to draw in an audience. If uh, Microsoft drops the ball, it's I feel like it's just over. But if they kill it, if they come in and they and they announce their new system and they own the show, then Microsoft has a chance to turn things around. So in a way, PlayStation is kind of giving them an opportunity to to give them a little bit more ground. So it'll be yeah. it'll be interesting to kind of see where things go. But it's, oh, for sure. It's just kind of scary. It is very scary. It's 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 gonna be very interesting to see. Um, seeing that they are pulling out, I've become a little bit more interested because in I want to see what is Microsoft gonna do. Granted, you know the saying, no pressure, right? So we'll see what they're gonna. I don't even know that if I were Microsoft, I would be looking at this as like more pressure. <laughs> oh, for sure. But you know, I was like, okay, all the lights on you now. You got the entire floor to yourself. Don't fuck. Now up. you have. <laughs> you can do this, right? Don't don't do any mistakes. Say the things that we want to hear, and that's it. Your goal. I, I feel bad for them. <laughs> I really hope that they take this opportunity and and they because go if if PlayStation went to E3, I don't think that they would talk about like next generation. I don't think that they would come into the the press conference with like everything that they have. They would want to kind of hold things back. And yeah. announce them, like kind of spread them out throughout the year. But now that PlayStation is going to be gone, I feel like they need to take this opportunity and put everything that they have, everything that they're considering, and just put it out there and like blow people away. The new system, new exclusives, new services, like everything that they have, they need to put it out there and just destroy it or they're in trouble. <laughs> I I agree. I think they don't have much of a choice at this point. They have to show like one of the best shows they've ever done, and yeah. hopefully it works out. If it does, like you said, excellent. Everyone's happy. And uh, I have a story that that's going to kind of tie back into to this in kind of a negative way towards Microsoft, but uh, we'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> but I I like Microsoft. I actually used to prefer Microsoft, like Xbox. I, I like the controller. I like the the way that they do online a lot better 360 than 360 era? Yeah, 360. I mean, I was 100% 360. I mean, I had a PS3 alongside it, but I would primarily play, on play everything on 360 yeah. and then just kind of go to PS3 for exclusives and maybe like a couple, like a handful of games that I would play with friends. And then going into the, the current generation, I started as Xbox One for the same reasons, you know, the, the use of the online, the controller couple of exclusives but not a whole lot but i ended up going to ps4 because i mean that's pretty much what everybody has you know we talked earlier about playstation dominating 
everybody has a PlayStation. So like if I want to play with friends, odds are they're gonna have a PlayStation. So <laughs> I was kind of <laughs> yeah, except for Cody. So I was kind of <laughs> forced to go into PS4. But I mean, as I've been on the PlayStation 4 and I've kind of been in that environment and seeing more firsthand like those exclusives and those games i've essentially like turned into a ps4 gamer over microsoft which sucks and it, and one of these stories that's coming up is gonna it's a it's another nail in the coffin kind of situation right, here let me let me jump into that one we'll skip forward real quick because it's it's too relevant okay so yeah so xbox one may be getting a discless model next year nope this is not good. <laughs> this is the exact opposite of what Microsoft needs to do. Essentially, that just hearing that news, that was like, I want yeah. no part. So it's a rumor right now. So according to a rumor reported by Thurot, I think it's called, T-H-U-R-R-O-T-T. Never heard of them, but it's a website, like a video game website. But uh, according to their report, Microsoft is working on a new version of the Xbox One that is exclusively digital. The new model supposedly will sell for less than $200 and help usher in the digital age of gaming as Microsoft initially planned on when the system was originally revealed. Alongside the diskless system, Microsoft is rumored to be offering a disk-to-digital program that allows owners of physical copies of the Xbox One games to trade them in at participating retailers in exchange for a digital code. Those are big steps towards going into digital, which obviously to me, I, that really pisses me off <laughs> and makes me even more bitter towards Microsoft for doing this. And it's it's definitely a step in the wrong direction because when they initially rolled out the Xbox One and they were going, oh, all digital, got to be online, all this shit, it pissed everybody off. But now that we're four, five years into the console generation and DLC is more commonplace and season passes are more commonplace and everything's kind of shifting to like games as a service. Like we're starting yeah. to get more accepting of things being digital. Convenience has kicked in over those four or five years where people eventually are just saying, you know, fuck it, I can buy it right now, I can play it right now. It's convenient. You know, they're not really thinking about what that means for the future of gaming and preserving uh, gaming as a whole. You know, like when everything goes digital, collecting goes away and like things are going to disappear basically so like think of mario right mario like a new mario game comes out on the switch you got a cartridge 10 15 20 years down the road you can go get that mario game you can you know people will know about it and you can go back and you can play it but say nintendo does a new system and they go digital only you know and they release a new mario game and then another 10 15 years goes by and they have the next generation of of console or whatever that looks like they're probably going to pull whatever service you downloaded that Mario game on because it's 10, 15 years gone, right? Nobody's interested in that. They're not going to put money into maintaining those servers where, where you're downloading that game. So eventually that Mario game is just going to disappear. You're just going to forget about that, and that game's just going to be gone. It makes me sad to think, like, for me, my original Mario game, which is the original Mario game, it's on a cartridge. It's always going to be there. You can always go back to it. You can share it with the other generations, you can collect it, you can have it, it's going to be around. But in the future, as we go digital, as things come out, those things are going to start disappearing. And like the only people that are going to really know about it are the, going to be the people that bought it when it launched, or within that launch window or that console window. 
And then if you wanted to share that with like another generation or go back and play it later, you can't because it's gone. It disappears. So like that's no. that's my problem with going digital. Like I get the convenience, but people aren't thinking of what that can like what that's going to do down the road. We're just thinking about right now, having it right now, you know, quick and painless. Basically, I mean, we're basically taking things for granted for what it is, having, as you said, convenience. Of course, it will come at a cost, not now, but down the road into the future. And I agree. I still believe that physical media should exist, uh, you know, with the downloads and uh, virtual uh, information and whatnot. I see no reason why they should stop doing that. Granted, you can always scale down the amount of the production of physical media, you know, to accommodate. Sure, no problem. But... I as well believe that we should always have physical media in any kind of format. It should always exist, just in case. Yeah, exactly. Which is why I have like 500 DVDs and I refuse to get rid of them. Oh, there you go, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and like I like the way that they're doing it more with movies because they're kind of doing the best of both worlds. Like when you buy a new Blu-ray, you're getting a digital code as well, right? So if you want it digital and you want to download it and have it wherever you go on all your devices, you can do that. But you've also got the disc. Like, they should do the same thing with yeah, games. Yeah, I totally agree. That should definitely happen. I think although this might be in a way of abusing the system in some ways. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, giving the code and whatnot, you can give it to someone else to get the game and, what, and so on and so forth. Um, granted, if it's just a one-time use, I think it should be fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it just, it's really frustrating to me. It's a topic. Every time we get into it, it goes on for for like ever because I'm just, I'm I'm the angry bitter old man of gaming. <laughs> You're just very passionate about it, and there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, well, I mean, it just sucks because when you've been in it for so long and you've been collecting for, you know, several generations of consoles, and then you see it start to dissolve and like nobody's paying attention, it's a little frustrating. Yeah, it's quite disheartening at the end. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. It just makes me angry. <laughs> oh no! But and that's why I like things like again plugging limited run games because you know there's they're my uh, free sponsor. <laughs> but like I, I, I kind of hope to see more places like that start to kind of pop up where they're preserving games through you know limited runs or even if it's like a, a permanent thing where they open up like a, a permanent way for you to go back and get a, a physical version of, of digital games like. That'd be really nice, but I know that that's not realistic because as things go into digital, the companies, the uh, the publishers, that's a huge opportunity for them. If they can wipe out physical media... Oh, for sure. Like, that overhead. That's another problem is they gain more control over what they can charge you. Yeah. And, you know, being digital, you're paying for a license. So you're not actually buying a thing, you're buying a license that they can take away. So like like Halo, you know, Halo comes out and they sell it to you and it's only digital. And then a couple years down the road, they want to do the definitive version or Halo collection that has one, two, and three. They have the right to pull that original Halo game that you bought away from you because they want you to buy the definitive version or they want you to buy the collection. When you buy that game, you agree to their terms, and they can technically legally do that. 
and that's they could, up. yeah. <laughs> that is really messed up. I mean, if they went down that route, I I don't think I'd, I'd be out with the video game industry altogether. Not, <laughs> yeah. No part of it. Exactly. Like it can get really <laughs> shady really quick. So, and nobody understands this, and I don't think they really will until it's too late. Happens. Yeah. <laughs> so, Once it starts happening, everyone's gonna be in an uproar. Oh yeah, people are be... gonna lose their shit. And that's why it's, it's so quiet right now because nobody gets it. It's just, oh, it's convenient. I can get it now. Cool. I'm gonna do that. Well, I guess we're just gonna wait for you know the mass exodus, especially with the whole loot box and whatnot. I don't think they're. I'm sure they're gonna do this very slowly, very very slow. Well, they have been. <laughs> they have. Like, You're correct. Microsoft wanted to do it all in one go, and we saw how that happened. <laughs> Everybody fucking lost their minds. But since we've been doing it slowly. Like year by year, just a little bit more and a little more. Like I think right now, digital sales are like fifty-three, fifty-six percent. We're getting there. It's pretty good. It's, yeah, it's happening. And then too, like if they, if Microsoft does release this digital-only box, that's that's gonna hurt. It's gonna. I, and it's gonna there's time. also these rumors about uh, the next generation, like the Xbox Scarlet, is also supposedly gonna be primarily a streaming device. They're going to have two versions of it from from what the rumors are saying where there's going to be like a stream box that's just like a little box that, I mean, all it does is receives a signal and you stream all your games to that. And then there is going to be a physical disc-based version. But if you think about like digital sales right now being 53%, that number is just going to increase going into the next generation. We're we're not going to be thinking about physical media as much as we were before when when the yeah. default system had a disc tray you know because it's obvious it's right there in front of you but when there's an option for like oh it's easy and i can just stream it and i don't have to have things on my shelf it's easy a lot of people are going to get on board with that so that that number is going to just continue to increase i hate it i fucking hate it <laughs> we need to move on <laughs> piece He's of just shit you bitter guy I, yeah <laughs> So what do you guys think of microtransactions? <laughs> that's just going to make us all bitter. Yeah. No, that's like Sean's fucking worst enemy. It, no, it's worst enemy to consumers altogether, period. Oh, yeah. yeah. To, to me, it's all, it's all the same fucking thing. Loot boxes, yeah. games as a service, digital only, all that shit. You can just throw the it all stairs together. Stairs in Resident Evil 2. Yeah. <laughs> stairs in Resident Evil 2. <laughs> Just Call throw all of that Duty, shit in there. All of it. Hey, hey it's shooting. You're right. You're right. <laughs> he's like, I fucking hate Call of Duty. As soon as the podcast ends, he's like, so we're gonna play Call of Duty. <laughs> what, I mean, when it comes to Call of Duty, I I actually do kind of resent it. It's it pisses me off. It's it's a cash grab, but I buy every fucking one of them. So I mean, I can't really complain too much. I just mad love hate relationship. Game. Yeah, just like. Capcom, I just, I don't know. You, you're just it, being abused it. by Capcom. <laughs> I really am, and and in in ways, Call of Duty as well, I guess, <laughs> and soon to be Microsoft. Who knows? Every, every if you see time... a company, don't don't do it, man. <laughs> don't get into the relationship. You you see, it's right. There. <laughs> <laughs> oh goddamn! So we'll we'll try to go a little bit longer because every time fucking digital, I knew this was gonna happen. Every time digital <laughs> comes up. <laughs> It fucking turns into a rant, and I, I can't stop myself. Why didn't you bring <laughs> it up last week when you were trying to double the podcast? Because I was going on the news stories for that for those couple of weeks, and it just happened that there was nothing digital on there. It all happened this week. 
the timing. <laughs> yeah. Of course. It's the the forces of the universe working against me. It's the tarp. It's it's the tarp. So uh, let's let's talk about another uh, digital download problem. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> they're all over the place. So Spyro Reignited Trilogy releases unfixed. So the Spyro remake trilogy was originally set to release on September 21st, but was delayed to November 13th because it needed quote more love and care. Before the <laughs> delay, it was revealed that only the original Spyro game would actually be on the disc. Spyro 2 and 3 would need to be downloaded separately, which pretty much defeats the purpose of even releasing a game on a disc at all. So I don't understand why they even bothered. But uh, it, seemed like a, yeah, it seemed like a no-brainer that the delay, this love and care delay, would be to include all three games on the disc, or discs if it needed more than one. But unfortunately, the game came out, and it still requires you to download two of the three games. What the fuck? <laughs> nah, no thanks. I'm cool. I got the originals. When they first announced this, I was really excited about it. It looks fantastic, Likewise. and I mean, it's a full remake. They went in, they completely rebuilt the game from the ground up, and it looks amazing, but why even put it on disc if it's only the first game? How can you call it a trilogy and only put one game on the disc? <laughs> I agree. I feel there's some sort of shady idea that happened, and yeah. I'll tell you why. It's a fucking tarp. It's <laughs> <laughs> a tarp. I guarantee it because, like, I bet you anything, nine out of ten people that buy that game don't even realize that they have to download the second and third game until they buy it. That's very misleading. It is. And I'm sure it's on the box, but I bet you it's a teeny tiny little label that says internet required to download games two and three or whatever. Of course. But no disclaimer one's going to be... Yeah, no one's going to be looking at that, especially going into the holiday season. Parents are going to be buying this game probably more than anybody else for their kids. For sure. They don't give a shit. They don't They don't even know what they're looking at. They just know their kid wants this game and they're going to buy it. You know what? I, I think I have enough faith in parents, or at least within our age group, that they'll realize, okay, something's wrong, something's fishy. I hope... You cut out there a little bit. Did I? Yeah. My apologies. No, you're good. Uh, all, I was, all I was saying is more or less like for at least parents within our age group, they should be fine, I think. I mean, we've all kind of grew up with Spyro to some extent. Mm-hmm. So maybe we might be just a little bit more diligent than, you know, the previous generation altogether. Yeah. I mean, that is one positive thing. Like <clears throat> as time goes forward, you know, you have the parents that did grow up with video games so maybe they're a little bit more knowledgeable because maybe they're still playing games today so they kind of understand the situation so maybe they'll look for that kind of thing but again it goes back to the situation where like the gaming community as a whole still isn't at the level that they need to be to recognize these kind of issues i agree i feel that's pretty lacking on that matter I think, you know what, Sean, you should become the ambassador for this. You know, you should be the one to lead charge <laughs> on this whole... <laughs> yes, just do public announcements. Everyone should be following you. It's like, this guy knows what he's talking about. He is there for the consumers. I'll get one of those fucking ice cream trucks and, like, a fucking megaphone on the top, and I'll drive around. <laughs> <laughs> hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> oh, god damn it. <laughs> make it happen. It needs to happen. Something's got to be done. Do it. Everyone's going to fucking think I'm crazy, but I got to try. So do it in a machinima. 
then they'll be like, oh, it's just Sean's new machinima. They'll just think I'm joking. <laughs> it's counter- counterproductive. Like, no, just break the fourth wall. Like, by the way, this is real. I'm not, this is not part of the machinima. At the beginning of Please the machinima, don't... based yeah. on real events. <laughs> <laughs> this if is true. This is a joke, get fucked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you download digital, also get fucked. Hey! Yeah, I said it. Fuck you. <laughs> You're part of the problem. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to delete World War II. I'm going to delete every fucking game we so play. Here, here's what you do. Just delete all those games, and then go buy the discs, and everything's going to be great. Here's what you do. Just, like, go out the front door, <laughs> turn the corner, walk towards your car, and get fucked. Go down to the barn. <laughs> get fucked. Get fucked. Also uh, and then the uh, the next story is kind of a, another related problem. Everything everything oh in the gosh. news today is connected by News this... is bad. <laughs> And it's funny because, like, I, I didn't even realize this until just now. Like, I just went through and picked, like, all the, the news articles that are coming up. And it just so happens that they're all tied to the same fucking problem, more or less. Oh, my gosh. It's fucking, it's terrible. I was going to say, I was like, I was going to ask, it's like, are you masochist? Do you enjoy- <laughs> was not intentional. But this one's, I mean, only lightly connected. But, uh, so Fallout 76 continues the trend of bloated game installs. So a few episodes ago, we talked about the unreasonable installation size of Red Dead Redemption 2 clocking in at over 100 gigabytes. Well worth it. Well, it looks like Fallout 76 will be following this trend. The base game installation size is around 45 gigabytes. But (laughs) the kicker is the day one patch is a whopping 51 gigabytes. The patch is actually 6 gigabytes larger than the actual game. bringing the total size to 96 gigabytes so what's in the patch exactly what's in the patch another part of fucking digital gaming it's all the multiplayer probably no from what i've heard they release it and they don't like before they knew when they released a game they're gonna press it onto a disc and that's it so they better be damn sure that everything is fucking perfect or as perfect as it's gonna get you need to get all the glitches out of there. You got to make sure it runs correctly because you're not going to have a second chance to go back and fix it. But now that everything's connected to the internet, they know that when you put the disk in, they can just do an update, just like a PC. So instead of putting that extra time and care into the game, they just fucking throw it out there. And then everyone's like, oh, it's broken, and this is wrong with it, and that's wrong with it. And, and then they go back in and they fix everything based on feedback. Like, when they do the betas, that's when they find out they've got all these problems, and then we end up with a 51-gigabyte patch because they weren't putting in the extra time and effort that they should have done to begin with to, to fix all these problems. I find it that uh, this whole beta thing, considering that this was going to be released a week or two weeks before, I could never call it a beta. It was that more was or less so the full game. That was fucking stupid. That it was the full game. And everyone yeah. who were defending it, and I called it, it's still going to be a bucky mess, and here we are today, and I don't seem to find any really reviews, and I wonder why. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, even if they had released this with everything fixed, clearly they had to put in another 51 gigabytes worth of something. So it still would have been almost 100 gigabytes. So that's another fucking problem with digital. Two games, if you bought Red Dead Redemption and Fallout 76, 200 gigabytes right there. And that's not even including the DLC that's going to come out, which is probably going to be another 20, 30 gigabytes at least for each game. 
So we're talking, we're probably going to be hitting three, 350 gigabytes. That's a shit ton of memory, and that's two games. So if everything is a download, you're only going to be able to have like maybe 10 games on your system at a time. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> those terabyte people, hard drives are looking. Yeah, they're getting much smaller. <laughs> and like a lot of people have data caps. So like you, buy, you buy Fallout 76 and 45 gigabytes are on the disc. 51 of that you have to download. That hurts. That hurts a lot. Gigahertz. <laughs> did, what, did I say gigahertz? No, I said that. Oh, get fucked. <laughs> what the heck? Fuck yeah. video games in 2018. Fuck them. <laughs> it's just a bad year, so... I mean, we're at the end of 2018, kind of, so 2019 hopefully might look better. Nah. Doesn't sound like it, but I, I sure hope so. Oh, guess what? The next story also ties into this. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my Evil 2 God. is only coming out digital. <laughs> don't say that, please don't say that. <laughs> no, no, God. I would, I would just kill myself. All you hear is an explosion. <laughs> the, the fucking podcast just ends. <laughs> the ward is shut down. <laughs> it's shut down. But yeah, so we kind of talked a little bit about this earlier in, in my rant. But uh, <laughs> PlayStation begins collecting <laughs> amusement tax in Chicago for digital downloads. So I the, thought the Go ahead. Was this was this actually Sony's decision or not the government? No. So everybody's been trying to fight this, but everybody's losing the fight. Oh man. Yeah. I think every single company that's been told they need to pay this tax has taken it to court and lost. So yeah. <sighs> so the city's amusement tax that mostly applied to like sporting events and car- concerts was extended to include digital services such as Xbox Live, Hulu, and Netflix in 2015, and PlayStation is now subject to charge the additional 9% tax on all digital services, such as PS Plus, DLC, and game purchases. So as we lean into a more digital era, taxes, fees, and price spikes are likely going to occur more commonly. In Chicago. Earlier in Chicago for now, (laughs) but as the industry turns to digital and the cost of servers and streaming and bandwidth and all this shit as the demand goes up we're going to start to see more shit like this taxes and fees and and just the overall cost of everything is going to go up and i mean it always starts somewhere you know right now it's chicago what's next you know it's gonna it's gonna start to spread into other cities jeez i think this might be my last generation of content i know i keep thinking that too because it's you know, you keep hoping for it to get better, but it just there's so many signs that that it's just going to get worse and worse. <clears throat> I'm hoping that there'll be a spike where like a lot of things happen at once to get enough people's attention that it becomes a problem. Yeah. Like I think that's the only way it's going to happen if we continue to just take baby steps like year after year. I think by the time we realize how bad it is it's just it's going to be too late it's just going to be the way of things and that's really going to suck and at that point i'm probably not going to be playing current generation stuff anymore it'll give me a reason to go into my back catalog and play the hundreds of games that i own that i haven't even touched i guess maybe it's good yeah i think that's might be the reason to touch another games that we've never got yeah we have more time now it just sucks because i'm still going to see like Resident Evil 10 or whatever 
and I'm gonna want it. Of course, you know, it's gonna these very enticing new games. Like I want to play it, but I don't want to. <sighs> Stupid video. What games. will you do? What will you do? Will you, will you bend to their will? I know myself. For me, I'll probably just be like, nope, fuck it, I'm done. And then Resident Evil gets announced, and I and I just I say fuck. <laughs> I, I can't help myself. <laughs> A new relationship starts. Yep, the, yeah, the, the cycle begins anew. <laughs> oh, man. I'm in a new relationship. It's abusive again. My favorite kind. <laughs> I'm an addict. <laughs> it's terrible. Fifty Shades of Games. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's what it is. You have to write a book now. Oh God! It's gonna, she's I'm gonna be shot. There's gonna be like there's gonna be like gun residue and some blood. <laughs> That's all there's gonna be in the in the book. Bestseller. New York Times, right there. By Sean Clark. Just remember, everybody AKA that watches this, don't don't give in. Don't give in to convenience. Don't do it. I thought you were gonna say don't give in to suicide. <laughs> don't give in to that either. Stay, Unless digital games take stay over. Stay away then from abusive relationships. Jump. It's not good for anybody. It Sounds like when good. I jump, I'm gonna take all my di- my copies of games with me. <laughs> I'm gonna just I'm gonna throw everything into the ocean and then I'm gonna jump in. Like I want to be launched into space with all my video games. Yeah. <laughs> for the future. For the future. <laughs> One of them for, makes its way back. <laughs> for humanity. The internet servers blow up and it's the apocalypse and. <laughs> all electricity in the world is like obsolete one video game comes back down people are like what the fuck is this a disc what's all this trash what the fuck yeah what's this garbage who shot all this garbage into space what why didn't fuck? it burn on re-entry what is this does this case man so is there any other news that uh hopefully isn't so negative that doesn't you know no that's uh that's pretty much it for that I did have some survival horror stuff, but um, we're running a little long, so <laughs> we'll probably have to forgo that. It seems like that All always right. happens. Every 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 podcast, like yeah. we never get to the survival horror stuff, or we get to do like maybe one or two items. One day, one day I'll get this the- this structure thing right. <laughs> yeah, we should just be like we're gonna talk about survival horror. Yeah, we'll we'll start with the survival horror, and then we'll do news. So this survival horror just came out on Disney. <laughs> yeah. And then we go on for like two hours. It's funny that that could happen because a while back, like a, a couple it months ago, Resident Evil 7 was being released on, on the Switch as as a streaming service. So it, it could happen. Yeah, the, oh. the only way that you could play uh, Resident Evil 7 on the Switch is by, by streaming. And it's only available in Japan. Speaking of the Switch, uh, you know a while back we were talking about how Arc Survival Evolved is coming to the Switch. <laughs> is it download only? <laughs> Digital only? Well, I mean, I don't know, but... Because I don't even know how the Switch works. <laughs> Does that thing work on discs? <laughs> no, it actually has cartridges. Like little oh. kind of SD card kind of things. Well, that I'm not sure. Kind of like be the little, Vita. Like the 3DS, kind of. Uh, yeah, kind of. Because you see, it does a lot of people doing a streaming service, Ubisoft and, and whatnot. Hopefully this is not going to be... A- I can't see the point of wanting to play Resident Evil 7 on Switch when you have it on PC and other consoles. I just I, don't... S- I, mean, I still play Revelations on my 3DS. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that makes that, sense. You still, it's a physical media, but I don't, I don't understand the reason of streaming it. Like, oh, why? Yeah. 
I take pictures of my Zelda game on the 3DS. <laughs> I can't stream it, but <laughs> it's probably just a test to see like how yeah. like how it did in the market as a streaming only game. <clears throat> because I mean, it didn't it didn't even come to like the U.S. or anywhere else. It was, no, it was specifically Japan. Just Japan only. So it was probably just Ho- a kind of a test. For whatever reason, hopefully this test was a bad idea and it doesn't work out, and I don't want to. I sure hope so. I couldn't imagine that running very well through streaming, but Japan has much better internet than we do, so who knows? <laughs> that that is true. But it would have been cool, like to have. I mean, that would have been the only way to have Resident Evil Seven as like a portable. Version. Like I can understand, say if you did have it physically on PS4 or already own it, why not? You want to on 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 to go? Yeah. I guess if you find some good dis- like good Wi-Fi connection, sure. Exactly. But yeah, I, 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 for me, I can just just put it on the Vita, <laughs> even though it's dead. <laughs> Do it anyway. The Vita. I like my Vita. It's alive. I don't know what you're talking. <laughs> it's a beautiful system, but it's very dead. <laughs> but uh, it's not dead to limited run games. <laughs> nope. Oh god damn it! <laughs> limited run games. If you're listening, sponsor, make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're listening. But, uh, yeah, I, I think I've had these same survival horror stories on here for, like, three podcasts. I think I think I'm just going to delete them and move on. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, we're about ten minutes over. But uh, we'll get into updates real quick, uh, considering there's not a whole lot going on, given that I can't really make content right now. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, not a whole lot to talk about for updates. Uh Expect to kind of hear this from week to week until I move into my own place, which hopefully will be soon. But um, I've been mostly focusing on writing because that's something that I can do. Just kind of writing and fleshing out several scripts for upcoming Machinima episodes. Uh, I've been writing a bit for the Dino Crisis Machinima that we revealed last episode. And two episodes of shows that I haven't announced yet. And I've also been working on uh, the structure for the holiday event for December, as well as uh, scripting for a machinima special for that event as well. Jeez. So I haven't been doing much, but... <laughs> if you saw the list of things that I need to be working on, it's a drop, oh in, my God. It's a drop in the bucket. Uh, but, and I'm also working on a couple of things for January because that's Resident Evil 2 month, and I want to do a couple things for that. And, uh, yeah... Not not as much as I would like to be working on, but hopefully things fall in place and uh, I can get more done here. Like episode 13, because I know that's what everybody wants. But uh, not me. As soon as I I get into the my new place, I'll be working on that first. Hopefully I can get that out like super quick. It's close. We'll see. But uh, I will let you guys know kind of what's going on as uh, as I have more information to share. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Can't wait. Yeah, me too. But, uh, <laughs> it'll be nice to be able to work on things again and actually, you know, release content. So <laughs> everything is is in storage for you. So you're working on digital. All, live all the content is in storage. So you're only digital. You you no. <laughs> it's di- Sean is stop digital it. only now. No, you stop it. Yeah, you can't. You, you no. can't do anything physically. No, no. Except work. <laughs> no. I don't even want to think about it, but you're kind of right, so shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, lollipops. (laughs) Bubblegum pieces and love for everyone. And puppies and rainbows. 
but yeah that's uh that's pretty much all the time we have for today and uh yeah we ran 11 minutes over because digital sucks for the record <laughs> just putting that out there <laughs> jazz did you have anything coming up that people should know about any projects streams updates what have you uh i'm working more and more on a couple of projects that i've been trying to get to <laughs> but well one of them it's on standby until you know you got all your stuff back but uh oh, wow another one no, because like it's it. Yeah, I sure. need you sure, make, for puppeteering. Put more pressure. It's fine. Well, you can always get the game digital. <laughs> oh god damn it! Yeah, shut up. <laughs> um, if another one I'm gonna start on working sale on. If it's for probably. Black Friday, I'll consider it. It's. I don't even know if it's two dollars. That's that's the most I'm willing to pay. <laughs> I know. You know what? I I wanted to get it um, on the computer, and it was like. It was still like sixty bucks, and I'm like, this game is so fucking old. Mhm, mhm. Digital, <laughs> digital. That's why. No, like even even physical copies. What? Games here are retarded. They're so expensive. Sorry, they're potato. <laughs> so if you go to a GameStop and buy a physical disc for Resident Evil Six, how much are you paying? New? Yeah. Like sixty bucks. What? Yeah. Ask me yeah. the like. It's ridiculous. Games don't devalue here. They don't really de- devalue. That's why when you're like, oh, you should get this game, Jazz, it's only like 40 bucks. I'm like, no, it's 50 bucks. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it's... well. Time we... to leave Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Colorado. <laughs> the time has come. Um, But yeah, like, I... So, while that's on pause, because the script is already done, um, I'm starting something new probably tomorrow after work. And also, I like I said, I've gone a whole new direction for episode three of Irrelevations. I can say it so now. I'm when so you're proud. You've gone a whole new direction. Like, does that mean it's you not... like rewrote it or what? No. Well, it's not like a whole new direction. Like I told you, like when I play, I sort of see the like the story unfold in my head, mm-hmm. and then I get all my in, my videos together, and then I do the lip syncing to the script as I write it to go with the video. And I had the whole story in my head, but then when I was playing through the game, I was like, "You're, you're sharing oh, shit. industry secrets." <laughs> no, those are my secrets. Oh, you're right. You <laughs> <laughs> shit because I do it backwards. I make the video, then I write the script. But um, it's that the whole story in my head when I was playing through the game, I was like, "Oh, I could do this instead." So I'm kind of switching the episode around. But I feel like with this new idea, the i like the rest of the thing is just unfolding. So hopefully, I can record the game faster. And uh, get through the script faster, and have that done before the end of 2018. <laughs> At this Oops. rate, you're going to be done before me. Yeah. You're not supposed to agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have less voice actors to work with, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Perhaps. But I do have Shayla, so... <laughs> yeah, that counts as, like, five. <laughs> oh, wow. Are you calling her fat? <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's a tarp. <laughs> it's a tarp. It was a tarp. But, yeah, that's pretty much How about you, Maple? Anything you wanted to plug? Social media? YouTube? Do you plan on making machinimas anytime soon? I don't really have this creative process like you guys do, so I'm more or less keen on just voice acting to be honest so yeah if anything does happen sweet if not well no big deal just nice. living my life. 
It's all you can do. Live, live your right. live your life in this crazy world of digital. <laughs> You're gonna hurt yourself, Matt. <laughs> One of these days, medicine is gonna be digital, and we're gonna be fucked. His eyes twitching. I'm sure it's it been is. switching for the last hour. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's gonna do it for for this episode. Thanks for hanging out with us for a bit. If you enjoyed yourself, consider subscribing so you don't miss a single episode of. Uh, our digital conversations <laughs> have yourself a merry little thanksgiving don't forget to stab and or maul someone during black friday in the name of christmas and if you uh if you get a big screen tv from that dead body from that person that you murdered congratulations you won you won black friday so uh on that natural note, selection it, yeah exactly that's what black friday is natural oh my selection. gosh and it's a tarp soon black friday is just gonna be digital like you can only buy shit online no I, more store sales i hate you <laughs> but it's true though we'll see you guys next week <laughs> see you guys all next time take it easy bye fuck digital bye <laughs>